Welcome to the table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Hi, Kingstown. I'm Zach Lenke, and thank you for joining me for our devotional for Friday, March 31st. But before we begin, why don't we take a moment of silence to center our hearts and minds and ask ourselves the question of can these bones live? The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal man, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophecy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will lay sinew on you and will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone by bone. I looked and there were sinews on them and skin had covered them with flesh. But there was no breath in them. Then the Lord said to me, prophecy to breath, prophecy mortal and say the breath. Thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore, prophecy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel and you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, I will put my spirit within you. And you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord.
So after reading through this, this scripture a few times, um, I felt as though the beginning uh, uh, of the story felt familiar in which um, I didn't realize how easy it was. And I think that, that that's kind of where the, uh, the position of, of the protagonist is in that they didn't realize that they could do something until, until they were almost given permission to do that thing by God. So it's a, it's a little different direction in, in that we can, you know, we're given permission, but also should we trust in what we're directed to do and how to live our lives as good people and, and good Christians as well. So, you know, then when, when God, you know, we, we do the thing, we're like, oh, wow, that's, that's incredible. I can't believe that I did that. I didn't have any hope that I could do that. And then all of a sudden God's like asking more and more and said, well, all right. So now that you've, you've created this, this, this personage from, from nothing but, but uh, dry bones, now, you know, go ahead and do the next thing. Add, add flesh, add, add breath. So it's, it's a call to me, it was almost like a call to action and a call to trust and trust in the Lord and trust in yourself as well. That, um, you know, you have to ask yourself what's, what's holding us back. Is it, is it the permission to, um, to go and, and do the things that we've been asked to do? Or is it, you know, do we need that permission? So it, to me, it's, it's like, as the, as reflecting on the protagonist, it's like, what is, what is holding that, that protagonist back? And the, and the answer is nothing except for the direction to do the, the thing that the Lord had asked to do anyways. So, um, perhaps that's kind of what this dry bones, um, question asks is what's holding you back. And do you have the faith to make something or anything possible. And that to me is also a bit of a hopeful message. Um, we live in a world that, that seems to lack hope. Sometimes we live in a world in which there, there are, are mass school shootings and there are horrible things done to people for seemingly no good reason. So how can we hope in a world that seems so dark and I think in, in this instance, then God says, well, there's nothing holding you back except for yourself to hope. So as I think about the remainder of, of the Lenten season and going forward into Easter and beyond, that the only thing holding me back to, to hope it, or to do other good things in, in the life of whether it's myself or my family or, or some stranger down the road, um, is myself. So there's, so there's hope in, in that we're, in that we can be better and we're not, we don't need God's permission to be better because we've been created in that, in that perfect way. So, um, We'll close with with just another moment of reflection on can these can these bones live?
Where is fear or cynicism holding you back from seeing life? And do you have faith that life is always possible? So thanks for joining me. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Table.